and welcome to episode 115 of the Scattershot. Uh, 115, classical number. I don't think we need to talk about it too much. Uh, I think they, they all know what it means. They, they all know what it means. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Uh, my name is Alan Porter. <laughs> I'm Colin Briscoe. And uh, thank you, thank you, welcome, welcome to uh, Scattershot 115. Uh, we've made it. We've we made it. Two, we've, two. we've kept some listeners as well. I know. It, it, it is consistently, it's consistently good. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank and, you. Um, appreciate yeah, it. We, we are on um, Facebook as well. I mean, we, we know how many people listen to this, and we know how many people follow us on Facebook. We don't push it too hard. No, we but, don't really. um, by all means, come on We're there. We're happy-go-lucky, aren't we, Alan? Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? It's just... It, it is what you, it is. You take us how you find us. Yeah. Call a spade a spade, guys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, we didn't call the last episode Space Trump just to try and get some more listeners. <laughs> no, not at all, no. No, no, no. So, <laughs> This is completely, you know, Colin natural. being our SEO correspondent. <laughs> um, but yes, thank you for joining us. Uh, please do tell your friends, uh, your loved ones, your enemies, uh, your mortal enemies. Yes. Make sure they'll know. Yeah. Put it in your will uh, if, if you do die. Just so that we continue the listenership. Sure. Uh, download my 115 downloaded versions of uh, recordings of, yeah. of Scattershot go to my great uncle. Yes, well, thank you. Uh, and I say, if you can give us a little review on iTunes, that helps to uh, bump us up the ratings. Um, we don't ask often, but when we do, we mean it. You know what I mean? <laughs> wow, you said that with feeling. And I'm not, and I'm not angry that you don't do it. Yeah, I'm just disappointed. <laughs> So, <laughs> so there's Alan your dad telling yeah. you off <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, we're all friends here I just want to be your mate <laughs> um, so uh, we've got um, we've got some telly to talk about today we've got some telly we've got some film um, and uh, we're going to catch up with something a bit older and we're going to carry on with uh, Mr Rich Cowie's uh, question from last week Cowie part 2 Cowie part 2 yeah a two part like Cowie like part 2 it's like a Tarantino film <laughs> In the northeast of England, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> be like get car, yeah, get Cowie part two. <laughs> Do they speak English in what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's as good as it gets. Yeah. Um, okay, so, so Colin, um, let's talk about uh, people who kill people. Let's let's talk about OJ Made in America. Yeah, this one. Uh, well, it was it was it was it was Oscar nominated for best documentary, uh, and I'm, I really love. Good documentaries. I always, yeah. I always look out for whatever films get nominated for a documentary. And nine times out of ten, these films are on general release. You don't have to be part of uh, the Academy Which we're to so find ble- these so films. So blessed to be a part. Yes, of it. it's true. Uh, one was one was <laughs> one was thirteenth, which was about the Thirteenth Amendment, uh, which is on Netflix. Which again is an incredible documentary about um, the s- slave. The, the continuation of slave labour in America through the prison right. system not the like, emancipation population no no this is how that has uh, turned into uh, them using black people to go into prisons to perform functional tasks as slaves okay it's, it's a wicked documentary it's when you said it's called 13th I was, I was hoping about it'd the be 13th a, amendment I was hoping it'd be a, a documentary about the making of the 13th warrior of Antonio Banderas now that's a film that is great now that is a fi- and that is a, be a great documentary it would, <laughs> I would like to know how he learnt that language so well yeah, well, they just insulted his mum. <laughs> That's right, and he went, that is my mother. <laughs> yeah. Like that man who learned, learned how to speak English by locking himself in a cupboard and watching all the police academy films. <laughs> I bet he done well. <laughs> <laughs> so what's her name? Mahoney. Game over. <laughs> he did a very bad thing. <laughs> oh, I like it. It's pretty good. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, so 13th Amendment. Yes, yeah, so, anyway, so 13th. Anyway, so another one which was uh, nominated was OJ Made in America. And everyone's saying it's definitely going to win. 
And uh, I was looking for a BBC iPlayer, and there it is on BBC iPlayer. Now, okay. what I didn't know when I first started watching it was it was the BBC had split it into three parts. This is an eight-hour-long documentary. Mm-hmm. I can imagine people going, oh, my God, eight hours. Now, bearing in mind, I think I reviewed uh, OJ... Uh, the, American the, Crime uh, Story, it's called. The People versus OJ Simpson. Yeah. A few months or you know, six months ago, whenever, yeah. and said it was excellent. It was an absolutely fantastic series, mm. which I think you, 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 I'm watching at the moment. I've, I've got, yeah, we'll talk about it. So me and Sally were like, we've just watched that. We know all about it. You know, it was quite a comprehensive. That I mean, that series is ten hours long, maybe yeah. maybe longer. Yeah, 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 ten hours. We kind of know, but I'm like, well, let's just put it on. Let's see how it goes. Mm. Anyway, it was, it was, it goes through the history of uh, sort of. The, Blacks through the 60s and how they've suffered from the hands of police brutality, especially in Los Angeles. Yeah. Um, and it sets the scene of, of the O.J. Simpson trial. Uh, very much like the series goes up to sort of Rodney King, the beating with Rodney King and yeah. how they manipulate that to to, to the, the, the the persecution of O.J., if you like, yeah, yeah, in yeah. the trial. Uh, this goes much deeper than that. And the best thing about this documentary is it's got all the people involved Everyone's involved yep. who were, who were there. <clears throat> the the from the policeman who arrested OJ, uh, through friends of OJ, through through Rodney King, through all the lawyers, mm. uh, Robert Shapiro, yeah. uh, John Travolta's crazy character. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What's his name? The the best one, the black fella, the the lawyer. I can't remember his bloody name. Uh, Rob, Rob, Robert Cochran. No, not Robert Cochran. No, Rob, that's the Rob Cochran went to school with us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Robert's Rob, mates. Rory Cochran was uh, in the CSI. Um, <laughs> and, uh, what, do you mean the actor? Or no, no, no. The actual Johnny Johnny Cochran. Johnny, Johnny Cochran. Thing, that's yeah. it. Was the the thing? Uh, it's got Marcy, uh, the woman in it, yep. uh, played brilliantly by Sarah Paulson. And and the best thing is, is her that name is Sarah Paulson. <laughs> <laughs> and the best thing about it is, is because we've seen the OJ. Uh, people versus OJ Simpson mm. you realise just how good that show is yeah. when you see the real characters talking about you know the reasons they've done stuff and what happened and why they fucked up and yeah. and, and it sets the scene eight hours it just flew by mm. it, not over one evening because that's crazy but over four nights me and Sally sat down and watched two, two hours every night and we were just getting, we've got to turn it off here even though we wanted to carry on watching yeah. it we were like you know bedtime we've got to go to bed and uh, it was an incredible documentary. There was there was not one question that wasn't covered. Really? When at the end, you always go, oh, but what, you know, what happened there? Or mm. wonder what happened to them? None of that. Although I will say there was one omission from it was the black lawyer on uh, the defence's side. He's nowhere near this show. Okay, yeah. Apparently, that destroyed him. Really? Absolutely destroyed him, that trial. So he's nowhere near it, which is a shame because it would be nice to hear what he wanted to say. Yeah. But everyone else seems to have gone on leaps and bounds since that. It's, it's made their name. So you get, you know, all the all the members of the trial are there. Mm. Like I said, all the policemen, the, the, the Furman, the racist yep. copper, he's there. He's up right in... Fucking scumbag, that right in centre. Well, you, you say that, but when you hear him talking and stuff, you're like, oh, okay. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a complete eye-opener, actually. And I actually wouldn't say I felt sorry for him, but he was certainly made a scapegoat in that trial. Uh, is, he, is he not like like all his Nazi stuff and that? No, not at all. He had a breakdown. Really? Yeah, he had a breakdown while this was going on, um, and and he said, "Look, I wasn't about." It. But then they, he said, oh, "You know, I don't really think like that." And and when you talk to people who've worked with him and stuff in the field, and that they say he was the most fair bloke you could ever meet. Anyway, it's 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 
it's an eye opener. It really yeah. is, and it it goes so well. It's a companion piece to the series. It's, they run so brilliantly together mm. that they should be watched together. So you've almost got you know 16 20 hours almost of OJ Simpson trial. I mean OJ's an absolute scumbag. Yeah. Oh, uh, the photos they show you of the murder are awful. Really? When I say awful, they do not hold back. I mean, at one point Sally went, oh my God, I can't, I cannot believe they're showing us this. And she was like covering her eyes. Mm. Absolute graphic. I mean, you know, you nearly cut her head off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so, but you see that. Really? You actually see the cut and everything and the poor bloke, uh, Ron, Ron Goldman, the yeah. way he was I mean, and what his family went from. They're all talking on it. The Goldmans are on there. Everyone, everyone is on there. It's just an incredible documentary. It is the most complete documentary mm. I've ever seen. And not just about OJ. Like I said, it's all about race and, and the persecution and how it led up to the perfect storm of, of OJ getting off Yeah. for that. And then the stupidity of the man and what happened afterwards. Yeah. And the, the justice that he got in the end. It's just, it's just incredible. And it completely deserved to win Best Oscar. Yeah. It was just you're gonna love it. I, yeah, I mean, I've got a. I'm actually going to the states uh, in a couple of months, so I, I might stick it on my phone or something to, yeah, to watch. Thing to watch, yeah. Um, say that you get on the player on the on the plane. I could watch it on there um, if it's still around. But uh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, it might be nicer if you've got eight hours and I'll, I'll sit there. It's and funny, watch you wouldn't it turn it off. Yeah, yeah you wouldn't turn it, it off. End. And it's then when so I get there, I'll be like, don't touch me, American cop. Yeah, <laughs> don't persecute <laughs> me. Yeah. Fuck off, Furman. <laughs> yeah. My blonde hair and blue eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I, I, it's right up my alley. And yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I'm, um, I'm watching the People vs. Yeah, yeah. at the moment, uh, and I, I only re- realised because uh, I saw to, me and Natalie were talking about, it and she, she goes, "Oh, I can't wait for season two. I was like, "What do you mean season two? Yeah, and yeah. She goes, oh no, they're doing a different crime. Do like, a different oh. crime every. It's oh, who is it? It's a weird one. The next well, one. The next one I think is Hurricane Katrina. It's something to that's do with that. right. That's correct. And then yeah. the third one. The third season, they did announce who, who it was, but I can't remember. Uh, uh, the uh, murder of uh, Versace, Gianni Versace. Oh, okay, right. So I'm looking forward <coughs> to whoever they get to play, uh, like Elton John and all of that. Yeah, and, uh, like people like that, because that's it'll be more people that I recognise. Yeah, I, I mean, like, uh, what do you think of Cuba Gooding Jr. as OJ? By the way, I I think he's miscast. He's too Cuba Gooding Jr. Right, okay. I, I, he was too recognisable. Whereas, I, mean, I know it sounds stupid with like fucking John Travolta in the thing but I know what OJ Simpson looks like and I know what Cuba Gooding Jr. looks yeah, like yeah. he acts like him Yeah, he, he's, his acting is quite good it's a little bit muggy like he, he's a bit like mugging the camera and stuff yeah. and, and being a little bit a bit too loose in OJ's clothes for one yeah. analogy but um, I, I, I think the standout and Natalie ve- vehemently disagrees with me was uh, David Trimmer I, oh, think, I can't. I think he's the worst thing in it. Really? Yeah, definitely. I thought it was dreadful in it. I think he, I thought he was really good in it. I hated um, him in it. Wet blanket is my two word review of David Schwimmer in that. <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, I think as I reviewed it, I thought he was the worst thing in it. Oh, and John Travolta. However, when you see uh, again, I have a newfound respect for the whole series now and the actors playing these characters because I don't mean David Schwimmer had a lot to work with. I mean that uh, Kardashian mm. just he was a bit of a wet blanket. He was a bit yeah. like, oh, oh. Oh, he's my mate, but he kind of knows he's done it. But I just, I don't know. But I, I thought Johnny Cochran, he actually played Johnny Cochran, Sarah Paulson as, as the She's defense great, lawyer. Yeah. I just thought, and they both won at the uh, uh, Grammys or Emmys or whatever. The Grammys. Grammys. <laughs> they sang that lovely OJ the Musical. OJ the Musical. It's coming. It's coming, Alan. Juice. Juice. Juice is loose. About the juice. <laughs> but yeah, I just, they were, they were great. And uh, 
it really does show how good that show is. Yeah, it, it's deceptively. Um, what's the what's the Dolly Parton phrase? It costs a lot to look this cheap. It's um, it looks trashy. Yeah, but there's. I, I was saying that to Natalie. I was saying look, it, it looks it looks crap. Yeah. But then the nineties did look crap. Yeah. But then, as I was saying that, there was a camera move where cameras started at the top of uh, Shapiro's house, mm. like in the uh, like bedroom, and came down the, the like spiral stairs with him, and then went into the void of the stairs and down, and followed him to like this sort of antechamber room where he was there talking to his missus, and went round the tables. They were talking one long take, um, and then sort of backed out through the thing, and it was a, like a crane shot. Yeah, and I was thinking like that. That's an expensive bit of television. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's like, an expensive show. They spend a lot of money it, on it. Yeah, and 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 if you if you look very carefully, you can see it. But it's 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 sort of buttered with a with a with a sense of like a like a uh, almost a decay to it. A dirty, where, where, a dirty class. Yeah, it's got a, it's got a patina of like um, like cheapness to it. Yeah, yeah. Which is very difficult to pull off. Yeah. Because uh, I do think it's an expensive looking show, and it's hugely entertaining well I mean kudos to the show is that there there seems that after watching this 8 hour documentary that documents everything that went on in that trial yeah. it seems that there was nothing in that series that was there for drama mm. it was all that is exactly what happened there was not one bit of that that's not in in, yeah. in the documentary and I thought fucking hell that, that's how it, that's how crazy this is that they didn't have to make any of it up the drama's real the drama's yeah. there Welcome to the American legal system, my friend. Yeah, man. Yeah, that was a crazy, crazy <laughs> trial. But uh, yeah, and it goes through the the the, uh, the uh, civil case as well. Yeah, uh, and that you see all the depositions as well. Well, that's been filmed and taped. Mm. You see all the all these friends and and the lawyers who have been deposed. Kardashians on there has been deposed to to speak about him after he's been found not guilty of murder. Yeah, for the civil trial. So it's an incredible documentary. It really has to be saying it's it was just an eye opener. Really, I can't wait. Oh, yeah. I'm def- definitely going to get on this. Yeah. Um, is it is it going to be like a is it specifically about OJ? Because you say more centers around the sort of race issues. Well, I would say, like, it, it, like I said, eight hours long. Is it a series? Is there is there a, is there a season two in the in the works potentially for like a different subject or something? No, I don't um, think so. It's, uh, no, I don't think so. It's directed by um, what's his name? Is Ezra Ezra Ed, Ed Edelman? Okay. Edelman, I don't know. I don't know where he's from. Yeah. Um, I'm sure he's done other stuff. I'm sure he's done other stuff. He's Storyville normally, I think. Um, I thought he was going to say it's like directed by like Werner Herzog. Yeah. <laughs> At the end, he's just listening to a tape of OJ kill someone. Yeah. <laughs> but that again, you get oh the the you you how he got caught. Do you know how he got caught? Do you know OJ what he done to be in prison? You know he's in prison now, don't you? Yeah, uh, yeah. We we mean that way. Is it something like he was nicking baseball cards or something? He was nicking memorabilia that belonged to him through a friend in in Las Vegas who he thought was a friend who who he thought stole all his stuff. It's mm. all due to the civil case. And how much he owed money for? Yeah. Uh, and he was just running for the. He owed thirty three million quid. That's that was the charge. They said wow. you've got to pay back thirty three million. I'm not paying it. I'm running. Yeah. Basically running. So he'd leave stuff around everywhere. He'd move from place to place and sell his house, and that, that money would go all over the place. So everyone was hunting for the money. All these debtors that he owed money to. Yeah. And one of these debtors was a memorabilia collector who was also a friend and managed to get loads of his memorabilia from his playing days, mm. a, a Heisman Trophy and all this that meant the world to him. And someone said, "That bloke who stole your stuff, even though it wasn't stolen, it was it was taken by a debt collector." Yeah. He said, "He's in Vegas this weekend." 
He went, right, I'm going to fucking go and get all my stuff back then. So he went there with a security guard and loads of these losers who he'd been hanging around with. Yeah. Uh, and this security guard had a gun and he said, right, we're going to scare him when we get there. So when we get in his hotel room, you pull the gun out. I say, nobody leaves this fucking room so I get my stuff. As soon as he said those words, nobody leaves this room, he gets done with uh, possession of weapon and kidnapping. Good. And kidnapping America is a big, big thing. Mm. So as soon as he said those words, even though he didn't have the gun, they made an absolute example of him. Good. They gave him 33 years, exactly the amount of really? money he, he owed uh, on 10 years to the day that he was uh, found not guilty. Fucking hell. It wasn't a coincidence. No. The judge absolutely fucking wanted to get him like the rest of America wanted to get him and yeah. they got him. Absolute dumbass. I didn't, re- didn't realise he was like, I think like, he's never getting out. Oh, he's never like, getting out. I didn't never get. They made sure of that. Wow. Yeah, and it's inc- it's incredible. And you've got that, and you've got the actual footage. Someone, someone in that room, video, really? not videotaped, uh, audio taped the whole thing, the and whole it, heist. And is that like, what Werner Herzog listens to at the end? Of the that film. is exactly what Werner Herzog listens to. Nice thing. This is more entertaining. <laughs> if, only, if only you could press stop. He's got no thumbs, has he? I know he's got thumbs. So it's, abs- it's just fascinating. Yeah. And so like I said, the first sort of two hours is all about the lead up and, and the the racial tension. And you, I mean, there's some terrible things that have happened to, to black people, in, mm. in, especially in LA. I mean, it's fucking just dreadful. I don't know too much about that, so it'd be It'll interesting. It'll be an eye-opener. Yeah. It really will be. The stories you hear are just fucking, you know, depressing to the max. Mm. And hopefully, you say only in America. I don't think it goes on over here anymore. Hopefully, no. you don't. But, oh, no. I wouldn't say so. I mean, over there, it just seems like a fucking wild west. If you're a black person, you must be shitting it half yeah. the time. Okay, cool. So, uh, uh, OJ Made in America for the... Uh, Documentary. Yep. What would you give it? It's gonna have to be ten out of ten. It's yeah. gonna have to be. There is no other documentary I've watched when I haven't had a single question answered. That in itself. Okay. That in itself is incredible. Tickled. Yeah. Two out of you. Justice served. Excellent. Thanks. Can't wait. Uh, and for me, uh, American Crime Story: The yes. People versus Agents. Yeah, yeah. Out of ten. Uh, I'm gonna give it a really strong eight. Nice. Yeah. How, how many got left? One. Got the one? Last one. Oh, okay. Yeah, no spoilers. Yes. Um, <laughs> and uh, my two-word review, I would say bad juice. Bad juice. Bad juice. Bad juice. Bad juice. Bad juju. Um, cool. Okay, so that, there's two things with a strange man in. Um, let's talk about something else with two strange men in. Let's talk about inside number nine, Colin. Oh, my favourite. Your favourite. I love inside number nine. You switched me onto this. We no, I reviewed this... I, I think series ago. one. Series God, one, yeah. God knows how many, you know, a couple of years ago, probably. At least, yeah, yeah, at least a couple yeah, of years ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, they I, are actually, they, they are, right, they were the League of Gentlemen. There were four of them. Yeah. There was Steve Pemberton, uh, Mark Gattis, uh, and oh, Jeremy Re- Dyson. Reese Shearsmith. Now, yeah. Jeremy Dyson was, I wouldn't say the brains behind it, but he, he didn't want to be on screen. He wasn't, he was the, the main writer, I yeah. think. Um, and the, the three of them, Played all sorts of manner of horrible. I don't know if you ever seen Legal Gentleman. Yeah, on and off. It it didn't. It's one of them. Yeah. That you have to watch a, a good three or four, maybe five episodes to get it. Mm. Once you get it, you're in, and it's it's genius. And yeah. what happened was it was always on when I was in the studio, and I missed the zeitgeist of it. Right. It was, it was not one of those things that I had an opportunity to, to like record or watch or something like that. Yeah. And it was just on at the time when I was always out. So no, it, okay. it passed me by, unfortunately. It's, it's, it is a shame because it just it, seeing them from the start, and they started at Edinburgh. As yes. this, they started doing this sort of act in Edinburgh. Yeah, the four of them, 
Uh, and so um, they've done Series 1, which was really good. Series 2, even better. Series 3, even better. Then they've done Illegal Gentleman Apocalypse, which is just one of the best films ever. It's incredible. Really? It's such a clever film. Okay. Just genius. And then what happened was uh, Mark Gattis left to do Doctor Who uh, and, Sherlock. and Sherlock and all that. So uh, Steve Pemberton and Reese Shearsmith, I think Jeremy Dyson went off to Hollywood and, and wrote a few things. So it was just after Steve Pemberton and Reese Shearsmith and they've done, done this two series of a thing called Psychoville. Yep. Have you seen Psychoville? Nope. Which is even better than League of Gentlemen. Yeah. So it's improved. Every single thing they've done has improved through the art. It's like season one, two, three, done. Yeah. Brilliant. Season three was the best. Then Psychoville season one, excellent well, season two. Got rid of G- Gattis. Well, like. I'm not. I'm not sure it's getting rid of Gattis, but I think they are honing their skills on this. Mm. This thirty minute. It was always this half hour. It was almost like a sketch show, League of Gentlemen. There was little, little sketches going yeah. on but based around a story. But as it got to Psychoville, Psychoville was two series based on one whole story, which mm-hmm. was just genius. And the horror elements in it were just out, outstanding. Yeah. Uh, and by the time they got to Inside Number 9, they'd honed their craft so well um, that some of the episodes... And they go back to st- things like Hitchcock. They're big fans of Hitchcock and Rope. Yeah. Uh, in Psychoville, there's an excellent freehander with Mark, which Mark Gattis comes back back for mm-hmm. with three people in a room and there's a dead body in the room and it's done in one take for half an hour yeah it's it's an absolute work of art and just one of the funniest nastiest little half hours of TV you've ever seen mm. but then they've done the inside number nine and it's even it's getting better and nastier now you've seen the new series of inside number nine yep. a couple of them I, I've, well, I've seen all of this season right I've seen uh Two of the first season and a couple of the second season as yeah. well. Uh, but beautifully, because they are just single shots. You don't. You, you can di- pick in and, and out. out. Yeah. Pick ye. Pick in whichever and out. ones you want. It doesn't so, matter. So the, the ones that I've seen are um, the, fir- the first episode, so Sardines. Oh, yeah, no, is, in the wardrobe. In the wardrobe, which yeah, is yeah. excellent. Really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, that's right. Love um, uh, what's the other? Uh, Nana's Party. Oh, uh, it's my favourite. That's one of my favourite ones. Is it? Oh, I love that uh, one uh, where the stripper turns yeah, up. We oh, my God. It's how funny is that? Uh, uh, it's ridiculous. Um, and of the current season, uh, I've seen uh, The Bill, which I didn't care for. You didn't like I, that, I didn't did like you? that. Uh, and the uh, I can't remember what it's called, but the, about the cryptic crossword, oh, yeah. uh, which I thought was one of the best half hours of television I've ever seen. I must admit, I think they've hit they hit the peak with that. I'll be honest. I just I watched that, and uh, a woman breaks into a a, a a professor at a university's house, and mm. she's trying to answer this this crossword that he's famous for around this yeah. university town of, of developing these devious crosswords and he he finds a breaking in and uh, it's it's a half hour of pure tension mm. comedy yeah it's funny um I'm wetter than a nun's cucumber <laughs> I just thought it was a great line <laughs> <laughs> just brilliant and it just horrible yeah. turned into something really nasty took a left turn it um, really did and um, went down shitsville yeah and um, it was a, it was it was a perfect half hour i mean to fit all that yeah it, into half an hour like i said that that is why i go back to league of gentlemen they've honed that yeah. that craft and that is like their their pinnacle if you like that that could quite easily have been 90 minutes yeah, but you yeah. could have quite easily made that a ninety-minute film. Yeah. But to have it concentrated yeah, down to like thirty, it, it feels it, it feels like it goes at a mile a minute because it, effectively it does. does yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I was, not, I was one, not one word is wasted. There's no, no fat on it at all. Yeah, I was reeling after that. I was like, that's that's 
that's that's an example of what you can do yeah. in the format. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, and yeah. I absolutely love it. Yeah, I recommend it to loads of people. I go, like, have, you, have you watched it? It's like, I'm going to go, oh, yeah. And I'm like, why fucking didn't you tell me about it? <laughs> Alan, <laughs> I told you two years ago. I know, I know, I know. I, know. <laughs> I told it, everyone. And I know what? People it, listen. It only took, it, and it also took like a, a, a what's it called? A, a message from you. Like a couple oh, of I did, yeah, that's you said, right. Like, you've got to watch this because it's amazing. You've got to see it. And yeah. we, were, we were sitting there going, I've got nothing to watch. I was like, do you know what? I'm going to give this a go. Yeah. Um, and it just blew me away. Incredible. It blew me away. Um, I mean, let's not rate it on here, but I mean, in general, the yeah. concept and the execution for me is like a, it's like a nine or ten out of It's nothing ten. else. There's nothing else like it on TV. There I've is never, nothing I've never else seen like anything it. like it. No, no. Uh, Although I will say something. The very recent one, which will be. I don't know, a week ago. Yeah. Uh, it, it's a karaoke party. It was poss- possibly one of their poorest. Right. Bizarrely. So, yeah, their best, the best they've ever done the week before and then one of the poorest. So, yeah. hopefully that's a little blip. Yeah. But uh, I, I it was can't all be great. I was explaining it. Exactly. I was explaining it to a friend of mine at work and uh, he said, he was saying, oh, do you watch Black Mirror? And I was like, yeah, yeah. it's kind of like that, but shorter, yeah. a bit less depressing yeah but more a bit more dark. dystopian a bit less dystopian a bit less dystopian yeah but, yeah. More, but more but more bleak more like more, more, more grim dark, more, more grim yeah more horror um, and, I, and I was quite pleased with that comparison I was just thinking, yeah. like, if you like that you will like this yeah, yeah, sort of yeah. thing definitely um, now, I, I mean they just they're geniuses they're like chameleons yes them too uh, well, three of them I mean you go back to League of Gentlemen and see the three of them at some of the roles I mean when I watched Steve Pemberton in that in that episode of uh, Cross Crossword or whatever yeah. it was called, um, he, I just kept going back to Pauline. He plays a woman uh, who who's a, a, works for DHSS in League of Gentlemen, and it was just the way he's come on from doing a horrible woman, <laughs> which you believe is a woman. There's yeah. no doubt he's a woman in that show. To this, you know, to like a professor who's just cunning and evil and stuff, and loves he's, it. He's only in it for like, well, like less than a minute, or maybe like a minute or two. Uh, uh, Steve Pemberton in that that one in what one in the one with the crossword no yeah. no that's Rhys Shearsmith yes no you're right sorry Rhys Shearsmith you're right yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he's the professor yeah, yeah. Uh, who, who catches her yeah, uh, yeah. Steve he's Pemberton. superb yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they're yeah. both I mean again Rhys Shearsmith does the book he does a blacked up clown in uh, in League of Gentlemen yeah, yeah. Like, hello Dave he's his catcher <laughs> it, that is pure horror yeah. absolutely and you can't believe that that's the same man who would do like the <laughs> nicest guy in the world or the guy next door yeah, like, yeah. you know it's just they're fantastic actors they, they're the best writers going mm. and I just hope they do more and more yeah well they seem to certainly enjoy it yeah oh um, yeah I, I, I'm totally on board now I'm going to watch everything they've ever done yeah w- wicked yeah. listen my, again Alan if you still listen, my father-in-law probably not. But I said the c-word loads. Um, he, I bought I because they love Inside Number Nine, so I bought them Psychoville. Mm-hmm. They never touched it. They haven't touched it, which is a shame. But it's kind of more horror-y. Yeah. So if I if I can get that off them, if you still got that, Alan, dig it out and uh, I'll give it to Alan. <laughs> Alan transfer. The Alan transfer. Yeah. If, if, I mean, if it's on Netflix or something like that, it's not. Is it not? Is it? It's on all a- BBC. Is it on it's Amazon? All, you can buy it on Amazon, but it's expensive actually is nowadays. It, uh, Amazon Prime. No, I don't know. Let's find out. No, it's not. Um, <laughs> tell you who's watching. Your brother's seen it. Yes, no, I know. He's a big fan of it. Yeah, uh, he it. he's recommended it to me uh, quite often. I think I did try to watch one episode, but like I just didn't. Like I tried to start, and I was like, I, I'm not, I know I'm not going to see any more of it. Yeah, you got. Uh, got well, you you're involved now. Quite, and that's exactly what different, I'm going to do. Different. Uh, viewpoint you've got now. yes and, and, I, and I will I promise watch all of it um, 
Cool. So that's inside number nine. Um, it's a good use of the number nine. It's the only decent use of the number nine in two weeks, Alan. <laughs> oh, it's what we've been waiting for. Uh, let's talk about another number. Let's talk about the number seven. Number the ma- seven? The Magnificent Seven. This is the uh, the remake of the classic film. Um, and this is directed by Anton Fuqua. Um, I'm still not sure I'm saying his name right. What's he known as? What's he known better for? Uh, he did Training Day. Uh, did uh, he? Yeah, he directed Training Day and Olympus Has Fallen uh, and Shooter. And he's done other things. Did he not do London Has Fallen as well then? I don't think so. Someone does Someone dropped the baton on that one then, didn't they? Yeah, he really <laughs> dropped the ball on that one. Um, yeah, he, he also did um, uh, the video for Gangster's Paradise. Right, with Michelle Pfeiffer. No, no, the video for Gangster's yeah. Paradise. Oh, right, okay. Not, not the film. Oh, no, but she's in the video as well. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, it's, yeah. Just, it's just expert excerpts for the film, is it not? Is that what it is, I yeah? So. And just, is it Coolio sings that? Yes. Oh, come on. Yeah. Um, he made it big, didn't he? It is. Where is he now, eh? I don't know. I think I saw him on Sugar Free Farm last week. <laughs> uh, right, so Anton Fuqua um, is how I'm going to say his name. He's directing uh, Denzel Washington as normal. Yes. Um, Chris Pratt, Ethan Hawke, Vincent D'Onfrio, uh, Byung Hun Lee, uh, Manuel Garcia Ruffalo. Um, the lesser known of the Ruffalo brothers. He absolutely is. Hayley Bennett. Uh, Peter Sarsgaard's in this as well. He's the baddie, I take it. He is, uh, as he always is. He's, He's always the baddie. He's I like good. him. I like yeah, Peter yeah. Sarsgaard. Um, and uh, yeah, as I say... Uh, he's, the, he's, the, uh, he's the clown in it. In is the he? remake, yep. Okay, I can, yeah. I can get on board with that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, Although, I'm hoping that's going to be good. Who was, who was it before? Uh, when they changed directors and it was... Um, it was the young lad. What's his name? Um, he was in the Maze Runner film. Big burly thing. He was in... Uh, oh, what, uh, the English fella? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in, uh, what's he called? Son, son of Sam. Not Son of Sam. Um, fucking hell, what's wrong with my memory? The little, Wine. Wine and Oculus Rift. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Guy. I'm just floating through space, touching the... <laughs> um, anyway, it was another actor I was much more interested in. Being being Pennywise, yeah, but he's a good choice. He's all right. I'm not going to argue with that. Well, I've seen photos of him. I've been keeping up to date with the uh, yeah the production of it. Stephen King has turned around and said it's marvelous. He always well, says I know, that. I say, yeah, he always says that about his books. The only one he ever slagged off was The Shining, which is basically the best one. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Have you not seen the uh, the t- telenovela of Stan? <laughs> Yes, I have it. Blow. Yes, we've all seen that. Yeah. That abomination. Molly, is Molly Ringwald in that? She probably is. Yeah, yeah I think she is, actually. Yeah, yeah. And uh, who's the... Um... Oh, the baddie. Oh, the baddie's uh, uh, Jamie Sheridan. Is that who he is? Yeah, yeah he's good. Flag. Yeah, Randy Randall Flag. Flag. Yeah, 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 yeah. Played by Jamie Sheridan. Good good stuff. Why are we talking about that? I don't know. Uh, you know what? Sorry, so there's, there's some good Stephen King adaptations coming up, by the way. Is there? Uh, it's uh, Ger- Gerald, Gerald's Game. Or Gerald, Ger- Gerald's, Gerald's Game, game yeah. Uh, that's going to be on Netflix. Uh, it's coming up soon. Good. Obviously, you've got the Dark Tower. Yep. And it... Um, I hope it's going to be good. Yeah. I think of the three of those, it's probably got the best potential to be good. Oh, I hope so. I, I mean, the, 
it at the time that that mini series that we've spoken about was, yeah. was great. I mean, watch it now; it's it's pretty much unwatchable. It's so bad, much yeah. shit in there. Yeah, yeah, it's not good. But Tim Curry was by far the best thing in it. Still, yeah. it's still a terrifying clown. So and Peter Sarsgaard's got a lot to live up to. That one scene where they looking at the picture of his brother and it winks. Yeah, that still gets me. Yeah, shiver like the hair on the back of the neck. I'm like, fuck it, that is good. Really low fire solution. Yeah, 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 the blood, yeah, the yeah. I'm like, that really fucked me up when I first saw it. Oh, there's a there's a film that scarred you for life yeah I was, I was just like oh that's bad <laughs> they all flow down yeah. here Richie Bobby oh Richie wasn't it? Um, so Denzel Washington um, yes. <laughs> plays a cowboy in the uh, in the wild just, sorry so are these all the same characters as were the the original I think seven? so yeah, yeah. Pr- pretty much so yeah. what has he played a Steve McQueen character no uh, Denzel Washington's the um, what's his name uh, so I'm not really up to me the Magnificent Seven oh. who's the guy in Westworld Yul Brenner Yul Brenner yeah right. he, play, he plays the Yul Brenner uh, role um, and uh, all the rest of them are, are, are pretty much there Um it colours the, the the characters in a very particular way. It, it does feel a bit like, oh, here's here's your here's your leader, here's your cocky handsome man. Here's whereas in the original, which I watched not so long ago, it's a lot more subtle than that. Their, mm. their character strengths and deficits are a lot more a lot less pronounced. It's not like, oh, this man's an alcoholic, this man's a coward, this man's <laughs> fat and strange. Yeah, there's not quite so like slapped on. Is this more cartoony? I don't think cartoony is the bit the right word. Obvious. It's a, it's much more right, obvious. Okay. I mean, this is a um, it's a two hour thirteen minute film. It's not short. They're all too long. All it, of them. It, it does. It, it doesn't feel too long. Does it not? No, it does. It because there's a, there's a lot of story to tell. A lot happens. It's not. It's not just them like riding through the. There's a sort of thing. It's it's none of that. Right. It's always something happening. Um. And they and they are interesting characters, but it just feels a little bit too obvious for me. Right. Yeah. Um, for me, my favourite of the cast was Vincent D'Onofrio. He's Always cracking in this. He plays uh, Jack Horner, um, and uh, he's he's just brilliant. He comes on big as shit, with like <laughs> a coonskin hat and like he's like big like pump action, right like repeater. And like he's covered in furs, and he's, got, he's got a tomahawk. The first thing you see is him like kill someone with a fucking tomahawk, like, ch- chasing someone down. And he's like, he's, he's built like a London he's bus, massive. and like, he's chasing down some like skinny whippet of a fella. And it's like you can't catch him. It's like when Mike Myers just walks and catches someone, he's yeah. like running at full pelt. <laughs> yeah. He's just like, no, 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 that doesn't happen. And you just see him like beat the crap out of someone with a hatchet, and then they're all just standing around going, yeah, that's pretty good for them. <laughs> Uh, Denzel Washington is smooth as silk. Is he? He's, he's wicked. Good. Uh, Chris Pratt. Let's decide down a little bit. He, he's too Chris Pratt in it. He's a, he's a bit like playing the fool a little bit. Yeah, he's too like wisecracky. He's he, good in it. Like yeah. he's um, the the part's well written, but it seems as though it was well written for him. Right. Okay. Or it was rewritten for him at some point yeah. when he realised that he was going to like be on board. It seems too. He's got to watch his choice of film. Old he Chris does. Pat, I think he does. He needs to do something. He's gonna be. He's gonna be typecast if he doesn't watch. I it. think Passengers was a good move for him. I haven't seen Passengers. Have you not? No. I don't know if we spoke about that. I, think I don't think we did, do we? Uh, maybe, well, maybe you did. Maybe did it during the Oscars thing. Yeah, maybe. Um, it's. Uh, I think that was. It's not a great film by any stretch of imagination, yeah. but it's different from anything else he's done. Oh, okay, fair enough. Um, and he, he's got a natural charm and charisma, yeah, yeah. which comes through in this. Uh, too much. He plays on it a little bit. 
Uh, he needs to do something where he doesn't play on that. Yeah, yeah. Just one, and then carry on doing it. He's very Hollywood ma- ma- flavour of the month at the moment, so he's going to get these roles it'll all take, the time for a little take bit. He's given. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, Ethan Hawke uh, plays uh, Goodnight Robbie Show, and uh, he's he's all right in it. He's, he, he, I think he's trying to make more of it than there actually is. Yeah, with bless the him. Yeah, he's, I love Ethan. I Hawke. do, I do. And he, he's he's so much of a thesp. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's just like, mate, you're in a film with, like, yes. with Star Lord and fucking Private <laughs> Pile. What are you? What, what, yeah. are you, what do you? What do you want to get out? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is not a fellow, even though it's got a black fella in it. It's not that important. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, he's got a fellow himself in it, Denzel Washington. Did uh, he play a fellow? I think he did. Yeah, okay. in the uh, in the film. Um, I, I say Denzel's great in it, and he, he he naturally lends a gravitas to whatever he's doing. Yeah. His dialogue isn't great, um, but his uh, his magnetism on the screen just holds it all together. He is the he's the solvent yeah. uh, of the group. So um, what's the what's the action? Is it, the action good? The action is good, actually. It, it all builds builds to a siege. Um, at the start, you've got this the town, which is essentially sacked. By um, Peter Sarsgaard and his band of cunts, um, and they they run through it and they're raping, pillaging, like you know, getting medieval on these these people. Yeah, and they're, they're like, we've we've had enough. We can't take no more. So they hire up Denzel Washington and um, he he go finds his crew and they train the you know everyone to fight. And this is what you got to do. Yeah. Um, and that, that's that's kind of what it is. There's only really two parts of the film. I mean, you've seen the original, right? Yeah, long ago. It was a long time ago. I remember it being quite good, but you know, I wasn't blown away by it. If you watch it, re- watch it now. Yeah. First of all, the prints that are around now, there's uh, like HD, 1080p, are gorgeous. Right. Like it's one of the best. Yol Brenner is like radiant yeah. on this thing because he's like he's like tanned and like he's pretty cut. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. And yeah. even he's got like a like chambray shirt on and like. He's just the bald as a fucking <laughs> me. Yeah, bald as a bald as a Briscoe. He's um, <laughs> he, he's, he's he just sort of floats through the film, and there's all these like Mexicans going, "Ah, oh, señor, I don't know this," and he's just like, "I'll tell you what, you wait there, I fucking." Uh. Yeah, he's you know, he's just cool as shit. Yeah, in yeah. That. Uh, and that's the kind of that's the kind of high point that Denzel's got to aim for, and he smashes it completely. Yeah, I, I, he's a different kind of cool than Brenner. But he's got that. He's he's got it. Yeah, yeah, of course. There. Yeah. Um, and they they brilliantly don't. I say brilliantly. They properly don't pay too much attention to the whole sort of training of the troops, so to speak, of like training the town. It's all about them, right. really, uh, more so than it was in the original. And so you've got the the whole sort of setting up the band bit. Yeah. And then the fight. At the end, at the, the end, finale, which is like the siege of the t- of the town, yeah, uh, and that goes on for a good half an hour. Oh, so you've got loads of action, then. loads of action. It's really good. It's properly like violent. It's not like gunshot, squib, fall over. It's proper like, oh, there's an exit wound there, or oh, okay. that, that motherfucker's just been hit in the face with an axe. <laughs> right. So right. it's a fifteen. This film is it? Uh, I think so. I mean, th- there's some really gory deaths in this. Oh, it must be a fifteen then. Um, it's a twelve A, believe okay. it or not. That, that, that I don't I mean, mind you. If you don't swear in a film nowadays, you can get away with a lot with a twelve A. Yep, yep. Unfortunately, I mean, I it's I, I wouldn't want my 
kids to, to see, see no. something like this necessarily. Just show them I'll spit on your grave like my mum did. <laughs> yeah, they're near that Takes a chainsaw massacre. They're, how old is Betty now? She's six. Oh, she should have seen it by now. She should be on number two. <laughs> <laughs> what can I What can I get? Who was her eyes? Was uh, six? No, I'm going to start her off with something a bit more esoteric. I'm going to make her watch Cube. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. <laughs> that was on the other day. I watched it. It was brilliant. Was it? Yeah. Oh, I watched it in nice. HD. Do you know what a difference that makes? It's dreadful. Oh, it? really? Yeah. It looks really... I mean, it's clearly, obviously, one, one set. One room, yeah. Um, Australian, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll tell you what, though. After seeing Cube Zero... Yeah. Which which was the last one I watched yeah, out of the prequel, uh, the prequel it? thing. Yeah. Really made me appreciate Cube a lot more. Really, yeah, because I knew like the, film. I knew the scale of what they were right, I would try what to they were doing, it. and yeah, I knew yeah. who that bloke was and stuff. And I know it's a stupid thing, but it, well, I, it, oh, it's, it's a, a cult little classic. That it is. Fermat's rooms, the wicked. Have you ever seen that? Yes, yeah, very good. Room. Yeah, that's yeah. that's a bit, Spanish. A bit more. Um, what's the word? Cerebral. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, one of the standouts in this film is Haley Bennett. Now, um, she's in uh, quite a lot of stuff at the, uh, recently. She's in The Girl on the Train, Yeah. Uh, if you see that. She played the like wife slash girlfriend in Hardcore Henry. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Love that Re- film. Really pretty girl. Um, she's got a really sort of strange blank look to her, which doesn't say much for a, <laughs> uh, an actress. But uh, in this, she's great. A blank canvas, if you, if you will. Yeah, no, she, she's got a very passive, fight, uh, very yeah, passive yeah. look to her. Um, and obviously she's in this uh, and a couple other things coming up but she's great she plays just like a one of the town's folk she's not a romantic interest in any way shape or form um, and uh, yeah I, I really liked her in it it sounds like you enjoyed it Al I did do you know what it's not a bad film it's not It's not the original no and, and I don't think they were trying to say like well you know this is a fresh spin on a you know, well established story it's your, yeah. it's your Rahimbro or whatever it's um it's it's good. I like, I liked it. It's all right. Cool. It's not a it's not a ten out of ten. Saturday night, have a few beers. One of them. Hundred percent. You I, thoroughly enjoyable. You you would not. I, I don't think you'll come out disappointed. Yeah. In, in oh, watching nice. it, there's a lot of there's a lot of fun to it, and it's cool. a pretty looking film as well. Let's yeah. just say that. Well, on that bombshell, Alan. Yeah. What are your marks out of ten? Marks out of ten. Uh, strong seven. Okay, good. Yeah, App- yeah, applicably, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and uh, yeah. yeah, and your two-word review is strong seven. <laughs> yeah, I'd go for it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. totally. Yeah, do, okay. Do, do you know what? It's enjoyable. It's it's not. It's it's obviously not going to win any Oscars. No, um, but it's it's a, it's an enjoyable piece. Cool, an enjoyable piece, cool. and it, it makes really good use of the original score as well at the end. Oh, okay, nice. Like. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and this is out on Blu-ray and DVD now. Hundred percent. Excellent. Yeah, lovely. In, enjoy. So that's magnificent okay. seven available now. Cole, you've seen something uh, that I have not seen. Something that scarred me for life. Did it? Well, not really, but it was close to it. It was a disturbing little horror. So far. So far. <laughs> uh, it was called The Eyes of My Mother. Um, it was given to me by the Academy. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it stars Kika, oh God, Magahales, Will Brill. Will Brill, now that's the name, isn't it? It sounds like a Will Brill. And Olivia phone. Bond, and it's directed by. I like her. Who Olivia Bond? I've yeah. never seen anything, but she's fucking brilliant in this. No. Uh, and directed by Nicholas Pesh, and it's a story. <laughs> of, um, it might not be Pesh. I don't know. I'm saying Pesh. <laughs> I'm a bit Pesh myself. Um, and it's a story. It's based around sort of 1940s America, like Midwestern farming community. Yeah. And uh, this little girl, 
played by Olivia Bond. Uh, his mother, her mother, is Portuguese. Was a Portuguese surgeon, and she's now living over here with her farmer husband. And in the first scene, they're they're tending to the cows, and she's saying about how cow eyes are the most similar to human eyes, just the size is different. Yeah. And uh, and how she used to operate and remove eyes from humans during the war in, in Portugal um, through you know injuries and stuff. And the next scene, you see, it's black and white by the way. This film, okay, black and white, but it's brand new. Um, the mother is showing the daughter how to extract eyes from the cut-off head of a cow. Right. So you're thinking, this is a strange relationship here. This yeah. is not your normal mother-daughter relationship. Yeah. The dad's always out working and stuff. He's a proper old-school farmer. Eye farmer. Yeah, very <laughs> tall and skinny, glasses, balding. But, you know, right. like a farmer. The sort anyway. of person you call Pa. Yes, that's... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, spot on, Alan. Anyway, one day, um, she's the, the mother's in the kitchen, and from the window, she spies a little daughter talking to what looks like a Bible salesman. Okay. She just runs out there straight away. She's like, this, this is wrong. Mm-hmm. And she's like, can I help you? And it was real brill. And what I can say, it's one of the most chilling performances I've seen in recent times. And he's like, is your, is, your, is your husband around? He's got this big smile on his face. Just, you know, I'm talking to your daughter. I just want to know if your husband's around. No, he's not here. Can you can you leave the premises? Oh, can I come and use your toilet? It's nowhere near. Okay, but be quick. As soon as he's in the house, it's not good. No. He sort of says, he's got a gun, and he says to the daughter, you sit down. Can you show me where the toilet is to the mum? And with that, they, they disappear into this room. And then you see the dad coming back, and he... Finds the daughter just sitting there in the kitchen. And he says, what's going on? Where's your mum? She's in the bathroom with a stranger. And he goes in the bathroom and he sees his, his wife being beaten to death with the butt of this gun. Right. And from this moment, he knocks the bloke out, drags him to a farmhouse and leaves him chained up in the farmhouse. Mm-hmm. And the daughter becomes friends with this guy and cuts his eyes out Uh and that's kind of where the story begins. Right, okay. This I was is, about to say yeah, this, there's a lot this, of detail. For... This is in the first 10 minutes of the film. And what this... Fuck. Yeah, and what this is, this is about the... This is almost the opposite of Moonlight, where you see this... <laughs> there's a quote for the poster. <laughs> where you see a woman go through childhood to adolescence to almost adulthood, becoming a serial killer. Wow. Yeah, it's... It's bleak, it's black and white, it's disturbing, it's gruesome. Uh, it's got everything a good horror should have. It's original. Mm. Uh, like I said, Kika, Maga, and this, home is exceptional as the almost, I don't know, vacant person just going around trying to find her next, her next friend, not even a victim. Yeah. Her friend, who she can cut cut their eyes out and keep them locked up in the cellar, um, it goes in such a disturbing way. Especially now, I've got kids to myself, and what she does to one woman and her kid, uh, it, it will definitely stay with me for a long while. Um, this is for proper horror fans. Yeah, this isn't for your Freddie and Jason crowd. This is for your hardcore horror fans. So search this film out. It's the eyes of my mother. Yeah, um, it is a little bit of subtitles in it because, like I said, the mother's Portuguese. So she's, the daughter speaks a lot of Portuguese in it. 
So there is a few subtitles involved. Mm. Subtitle black and white, a little bit my man bite stock. <laughs> yeah, I was about to <laughs> say, we're going down that road. Uh, when, yeah. you, when you said about Olivia Bond, I was thinking of someone different. I just looked up, she's actually a child. Yes, I, yeah, I yeah, yeah. Olivia Bond's a kid. Yeah, yeah. I, was thinking, uh, I, thought, I thought when he said, I'm, I'm a fan of her work, I thought, Christ, I bet not, you know, I don't know, what kind of a fan are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was thinking of, um, uh, yeah, it doesn't matter. Greg Bond. No, Samantha Bond. Oh, Samantha Bond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I was thinking. Oh, about. okay, yeah. Yeah. But, but uh, yeah, so, yeah, this is definitely one to watch if you're a horror Wicked. fan. Uh, do you know what? You've turned me on to this. It's really good. I I, I like it. I, really like, I like the sound of it. it I, it's a little bit like sort of psycho Yes, that's what, I'm, that's what I'm feeling. Yeah, yeah. a little bit psycho-ish, but, you know, seeing it, seeing it develop from a kid... All the way up to an adult is 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 a disturbing take on things. It's got a great little ending as well. Wicked, uh, lovely little film. Excellent. Uh, what would you give it? Uh, I'll give it a. I think I'm going to give it an eight out of ten. I think yeah, yeah. an eight out of ten. I'm going to give it. I really it eight was, scatter shots. Eight scatter shots. It was really uh, quite disturbing. Good. Two yeah. word view. Disturbing insight. Good. Thanks. I like, I like the pun on the word. Did you like it? Yeah. Thanks. Don't break the full form. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I wrote it down. Okay. Right. Well, I thought about that one. This is an episode of Deadpool. <laughs> um, wicked. I, I'm, I, I am excited about that. I, yeah. I knew nothing about it. You switched me on to it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, cool. So let's um, let's talk about Cowie's question. Yes. Which was... Um, which film has guided you for life? We did that bit. And any books or stories you would like to see adapted to the big screen? Now, I think we answered this uh, ages ago. I think it's a question that's been asked. Yeah, but obviously, I you asked it a while ago. Yeah, but I think we, obviously we've been uh, turned on to different stuff since then. Yeah. Um, I think at the time, my, my, my first answer was The Dark Tower. So, oh, yes, got to have that done, blah, blah, blah. I don't know why I did a different voice. I'm doing I'm <laughs> referencing myself. <laughs> He's <laughs> a bit Alan Partridge. Yeah, he's a bonus, little, yeah. The Dark Tower with Idris Elba. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it really does sound like an Alan Partridge yeah. thing when you say it like that. Yeah. Uh, Lynn, no one would do uh, that. That's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, I don't think Tony will go for it, Alan. Yeah. Uh, I think you're fine, Lynn. Um, so, I, I mean, to, to me, it's always something that I'm looking at currently. So, I, I, I'm currently reading the. Um, Nantucket series mm. uh, of books so Island in the Sea of Time I think I mentioned yeah. it a couple of weeks ago uh, and now I'm now on to the next one the name of which escapes me um, but I love that I, I think it's brilliant uh, um, probably not big screen probably small screen for that yeah. uh, it's definitely something that's doable like on a, on a smaller budget it's, yeah, it's yeah. just it's people in huts and shit like that but that's great that would be so if no one, if, if someone's looking for a series to dive into um, I'd recommend it it's the Nantucket series um it's three books, three uh, fairly weighty books, and uh, it, it's you know it, it's got it's alternate history effectively, and it is fiction. So uh, would it be expensive? No, it'd be dirt cheap to do. Oh, okay, it'd be cool. dirt cheap to. Actually, there's a bit of seafaring. There's quite a lot of seafaring okay. that goes on, but you could kind of edit that out, edit that down a little bit. Yeah, it's like a mix between like Lost and the Leftovers and some no, other okay. stuff. So I, I'm I'm down with that. I, I really like it. Um, other things that I'd like to see uh, adapted. I mean, we always, we always say about Necroscope. I, I'd, yeah, I'd love I'd, to see I'd that. To, I don't think it's possible. I really don't. But I just talking to the dead. I don't think it would work. No, uh, I don't know how they're going to get around that. No, I mean, he spends a lot of the first book just sitting in a grave talking to the dead. Yeah, in the Mobius, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be very difficult with the blue and red lines and 
I know, Jumbo man. I, I, I traveling. I, I did until I said until I said it to you. Um, until you said it. And it's just yeah. It's uh, I mean, it'd be incredible if if you're not even if you're just not half of it out and just kept. With yeah, him, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just with him sort of raising the dead, almost fighting vampires. It, yeah. it, it would be something. It certainly it, sounds expensive, though, doesn't it? It does sound like a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, for something that no one's read. Yeah, a British author. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just not going to happen. I mean, there's like, there's loads of stuff that I, I'd like to see um, adapted simply because so it would get a wider audience. Not necessarily because yeah, yeah, no, no, I'm no, quite no. happy with all the the things that I, you know, yeah, I'm happy to read something and to be to, to stay as a book. Yeah, um, you know, there's a lot of James Herbert stuff that I, I like. I'd love to see an adaptation of Forty Eight. Yeah, that'd be wicked. Um, yeah, that'd be really good. A decent think, adapta- adaptation of the Rats as well. Yes, uh, not the Canadian abortion that no, was actually God. made. No. What was it called? Bright Eyes? I think it's called Bright it something Eyes. Something like that, yeah. yeah. Although Willard was a great film. Do you remember Willard? Willard. But uh, what's his name? The weird one from uh, Back to the Future, the tall, lanky fella who was in... Uh... Charlie's Angels. Yeah, Charlie's Angels as well. Oh, I know the way to talk enough. Anyway, it was Willard and he controlled rats. You never see... Oh, it's a horrible little film. Disturbing little oh, film. Oh, I have seen that. I have seen that. Yeah, yeah. it's in a briefcase. Sorry, I, I, thought you, I thought you meant like a James Herbert book. No, Willard. sorry. No, no, no. I just meant a um, film about rats. That oh, was all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, it's tons of really oh, yeah. Um, Any other stuff? I mean, I, I, there's a lot of sort of video game adaptations that are being made yeah. at the moment. I, I think there's still some good stories to be told there. Um I, I mean, it's difficult to say what would adapt well. Yeah. Because um, obviously, the thing with a game is that you've got the playing agency involved there, and that that adds the the extra degree. Which is why we play video games. Yeah, and yeah. Watch films. Um, but you know, there's things like uh, Braid has got a very good story. Yeah. You yeah. could you could adapt that in a certain way. Yeah. Uh, you don't necessarily have to have the the, the playing element to enjoy the story of that. Um, one adaptation I would, would really like to see is uh, Cormac McCarthy which is basically his masterpiece called Blood Meridian um, whether they'll be able to do it or not it's, it's like a very violent western mm. very violent I've got that on my, uh, on my shame pile it's, it's incredible it's a hell of a read that yeah. is. I mean it's difficult to read mm. but I mean they've, you know they, I mean Cormac McCarthy's most filmable book was always No Country for Old Men yeah. which they did literally page for page uh, and they've done The Road yep uh, and Which I didn't think too much of. As no, a no, film. they didn't. No, I, they love, messed I, it. I like the book. The book they messed they messed it up a little bit. Yeah, which is, which is a shame. But um, they they've remade, there's another one as well. It's all the I think it's all the pretty horses. Uh, is another mm-hmm. Cormac McCarthy, which yes. I haven't seen actually. I haven't seen the film. Seen but Blood Meridian is by far his, his masterpiece. But whether that could be adapted, and again, you talked about Vincent Diofonio earlier. If that's his name, Diofonio. Yeah. He would be the judge in that. There's a great big fucker in that. Yeah. the judge, and he would be perfect for that. Not John Goodman. <sighs> no, no. Is that Pandora's box? <laughs> no, he's, he's, I, I love John Goodman, but no, I'll take Vincent over John Goodman. Yeah, 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 Good. yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, Vinny needs to work. Vinny needs to work. Vinny's hungry. He's the best. He's the best villain ever, and ain't a Marvel series now. And he's a kingpin. Do you think? Oh, there's not much better than him. I was thinking about that the other day. Thinking about villains and what they bring because I think they're the Loki? main. You think he's better than Loki? Yeah, I do. Okay. Yeah, I think he's just. I think he plays it perfect. Perfect. Mm. Oh no, no disagreement yeah. for me. I mean, as of time of um, this going out. Uh, everyone probably would have spunked their way through uh, uh, Iron Fist on Netflix. Is it out? It, it yeah, it came out on Friday. 
Shit. As of time of recording. Oh right, yes, yes. As, yes. as of time of uh, I've I saw release. I I I saw IGN had reviewed the first six episodes they got early. Yeah. And they were very unimpressed. Yeah, it's a it's a general. Uh, uh, do you know what? I I, I read the headline. Uh, have like it's basically said have Marvel fucked it. Is the, the first dud? And I was like, no, it's not. No, no, it's not their first. <laughs> no, it's there's, not. There's, there's plenty more. There's plenty more. Like Luke yeah. Cage is really bad. Luke Cage is yeah, um, it's a dud. I mean, talking of uh, adaptations, Legion, which is currently on TV, oh yeah, is absolutely superb. Yeah, that's the series to be watching now. Yeah, it's done by uh, Noah. Whatever his name is, he's done Fargo. Yeah, yeah. And I absolutely, Fargo is one of the best things I ever. Thoroughly agree with you. Absolutely ever. It's up there with Breaking Bad, Fargo series one and two. If you, if someone was to say to you, there is going to be a TV series of Fargo, uh, yeah, and, it, and it's going to have Martin Freeman in it. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, do you want to watch this? You'll go. <laughs> no thanks. No, I'm all right. <laughs> no, I love the film. Don't taint it. I, do you know? I watched it before I watched the the series, like, and I think I spoke about it when I when I actually watched it. Completely, uh, yeah, you know, it, not connected anyway. Um, and it hasn't aged well, has it not? No, it's, it hasn't aged well. It's not. I was it, never a fan of Francie McDormand in that. Bizarrely enough, she because uh, she was she was not Oscar nominated for that. I never quite got it. Although I, when I watched it again, I was like, oh, okay, I can she, see I, the quirky shit I, in it. I'm on, I'm on the opposite side of the fence. Oh, okay. there. I think she was really good. I thought it was. Um, What's his name? No, not William H Macy. Yeah, really. It, it, it is not a performance that's aged well. Oh, really? Whereas it's Fran- too, it's too, too much. Is too, it too yeah. much? Whereas is Francis it? McDormand's, it's very, um, it's, it's very understated. It's very subtle performance, even though it's quite cartoony. Yeah. Quite cartoonish, but yeah. that's because after you know, that's how those people are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, where, but know. I mean, then you get, I mean, then you get Kirsten Dunst. Have you seen? You yeah, seen, and uh, do you know what? I didn't agree with you. I didn't think really? she was. I didn't think she was like the, the standout in that. I, oh, I really? thought, what's his name? The other guy, Patrick Wilson. Uh, well, yeah, of course, Patrick Wilson. He was phenomenal. Yeah, he's rookie. But um, her husband, whose name? Oh, okay, who's from Breaking Bad? From Breaking Bad. His name escapes yeah. me. Um, yeah, he's wicked. Who uh, looks like Dave Scammell from VideoGamer.com, formerly. <laughs> um, he's. Uh, I thought he was superb in that. Um, it's a great series. Like, all, I mean, everyone in it. I think he's, he's, uh, yeah. he's, he's, the performances are perfect but yeah you're right you think oh Fargo that's going to be crap and it's, it wasn't it's outstanding and this Noah I can't remember his bloody name now anyway the writer of that has gone on and done Legion and you're like that's that's you've gone from like you're going to do an X-Men well not an X-Men but you know it's a mutant yeah. you know he's an X-Men yeah like, he's, this, he's playing Professor X's son yeah I right. mean this is that's, that's not a spoiler by the way this is a uh, this is going to be quite hard for you to do, and fuck me, it's a brave. I mean, I'll spend a text you. I've only seen the first two episodes mm. so far. I think there's there'd be six. I think yeah, right. six first time this comes out, but I, I've seen all of them today. Have you seen all of them? Um, it's a I, brave, strong opening, but it's gonna. It's it, cracking. It's man. gonna. It's gonna put a lot of people off. Oh yeah, yeah, hugely. It's it's gonna leave. It, I mean, it is so. It's such a mind fuck. Mm. That would be my two word review for that because it really is. It's backwards and forwards. You don't know what's real, what's what's not. Yeah. You really don't know what's going on, and it leaves you. It leaves you as a viewer. They treat you with intelligence. They go, well, you guns, you've got to sort this out. We're not going to spoon feed you yeah, what's yeah. going on here. You've got to work this out, which is uh, wicked. The thing you, I love about it is that it's really ambiguous with the the, the time period. Of yeah, it. yeah. Like, is yeah. it the sixties? Is it the nineties? Is it the future? Yeah, you no, don't know. No, nothing that quite. Everything's like really anachronistic around like. The, 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 yeah, the st- style of cars, style of clothes, yeah. the technology involved, um, just everything. Because it's like, uh, what's it called? Like the Homo sapiens superior sort of powers, yeah. sort of like 
it doesn't matter. It could be could be fucking the fifties. Yeah, it's not the fifties, but you know what I mean. I mean, the, the two things going for that one is the script. I don't know whatever his name is. Yeah, and two the casting. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. The people in that. I mean, Dan Simmons just knocks it out. I mean, I love Dan Simmons. He's amazing. Ever since I saw him in the guest, I was like, oh, this is the man. Yeah. Um, but all of them, the, from the quirky bloke giving doing the interview with him at the start to the to the one with the weird eyes, with a, with a perm, that lovely perm. Yeah. I used to have when I was 12 <laughs> I missed that perm I've still got it if you want to take it if you want, if you want it back you know, I'll give that back to you you give me that my whole collection of Why the Last Man oh well speaking of adaptations oh yeah that would be a great adaptation Why, why the yeah, Last Man yeah. and there was always talk of doing it I mean um, for a while it was always it was be a DJ Caruso was talking about doing it with uh, Shia LaBeouf yeah as uh, Yorick and then there was you know getting Ryan Reynolds in to be Yorick I think he's too old now but it's clearly like it was drawn as him yeah yeah um, yeah very much so young mean, Ryan Reynolds yeah yeah young, oh, oh young Ryan Reynolds uh, waiting yeah waiting I watched Ryan that Reynolds. I watched that not so long is ago. it not that's so good anymore though your face it's, is no it's still funny bits in it but it's just it's too uh, knowing it's, yeah it's too 90s yeah um, yeah something that I'd really like to see which will never ever get made is The Boys I want to. I want to. I want to see a yeah. TV a show. A TV show. Of well, the boys. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. They might do it. You know, American Gods is coming out soon. A new game and adaptation. I thought they'd been out for a while. No, it's not out. Yeah, it's okay. coming very soon. That's going to be incredible. Yeah, that's going to be something special. Well, they're trying to pull together Sandman as well with uh, Joseph oh, Gordon yeah. Levitt. That's Neil Gaiman as well. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. I like. I love Sandman. Sandman's I've wicked. never read Sandman. It's couldn't get on the artwork. Really? Yeah, I didn't like it. It's it, I, it changes. Does it? Yeah, oh, as okay. you go, go through. I mean, I think he said that he'll he'll keep making them whilst uh, as long as they're being sold. Also, he's got some yeah. weird contractual thing where he can just keep writing just them doing forever. Whatever he wants. He just, he, like, <laughs> nice. he, he, him, they'll always get released. I, I don't know the ins now, but please look at it. It's very interesting. Um, but I'd like a few like one shots of some comics as well to come out. Really. Um, not that it would now, but obviously because they're doing Green Arrow. But I, I read a wicked uh, Green Arrow book, Quiver, written by yeah. Kevin Smith. Yeah. Fucking, it was awesome. Absolutely one of the best comics I've ever read. It Kevin Smith's really underrated. He, he does really good, dark. does good Batman stuff. He's, um, what was his, his, his villain he made? Uh, Onomatopoeia. His villain, Onomatopoeia. Yeah. Where, um, obviously says what they're doing whilst they do things. Right. And it's really clever writing. Mm. And it, it's a bit like, it's a bit show off but yeah, it's Kevin yeah. Smith. Well, it's Kevin Smith, but yeah. He's, um, uh, it, it's, it's a great villain and he's, he's played around with it quite a lot and he's uh, he did, did a lot of stuff with Victor Saz as well. Right. It worked out well. Uh, what was the other thing I was going to say? The um, 100 Bullets. Oh yeah, I remember that. Hundred yeah, bullets yeah. is a fucking. You reviewed that uh, on here. I did, and, yeah, and yeah. I, I. Do you know what? I'm going to start reading it again. Yeah, I, I've got. I've got the whole thing. I'm going to go top to bottom. Nice. Um, I, I, if no one's read Hundred Bullets, I thoroughly recommend it. But then, ca- can it be done better? I, I don't think it can. I don't think it can be done better than the current form it's in. Yeah. Um, and that's a problem with all these things, and that's why you know the the Watchmen. And all of Alan Moore's stuff, get, he, he just disowns it. It's like, well, it doesn't need to be a film. It doesn't need to be this, that, or the other. It is what it is. I made it as a comic book. It is what it is. It's yeah. Sort of thing. That's well, why I love Watchmen, the film. I love it. I do as well. I think it's great. Love it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's fantastic. I can't believe he disowned it, really. Well, he disowns everything. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it, like, sight unseen. Um, and the same as he did for um, uh, like Viva Vendetta. Yeah, not so good. Oh, I like Vivian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. I think uh, right. I think Stephen Fry is excellent in that. 
and yeah. uh, and uh, Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman's she's, good. Yeah, she's yeah. very good. Yeah. Uh, actually, I think it's all good. I think it's. I have to go back and watch it. Very good art very direction good. in that film. Yeah, it, 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 it is exactly the adaptation that I wanted. I can't imagine okay. them doing it any Fair better. Um, but then, if you read the book, the book's actually quite difficult. Is it? Yeah. If you reread it, it's very difficult to pull apart. It's a very. It's a bit wanky. Yeah. Like in, in its prose and stuff. Well, I think you going back to like your, your boys, the boys, and uh, your hundred bullets. I think nowadays people are looking for comics after Walking Dead, and you know, obviously the Marvel stuff that's coming out now. I think, I think producers and, and directors or, or film studios are looking. They're they're trolling for trolling, I should say for. For you know, I imagine some of them are trolling. Is that probably trolling? <laughs> they're trolling around for for new original stuff. Well, not that even original. They're just there is so much TV. It is the best time to be in TV at the moment yeah. for series and stuff. There's got so much book, out you? there. There is so many different series on so many different mm. channels. People buying up series left, right, and centre. So these, you know, the boys could well be made at some point. It's I mean, they made Preacher. They didn't do a particularly good job of it. Yeah, second season's made being made at the minute. Is it? And it's, um, yeah, I mean, that's the, 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 it would be that season that would kind of gain traction, I it think. Needs to, it, yeah, needs it needs to. It needs to do it fast, doesn't it? Yeah, massively. The pacing some, of that was poor. Something that I read recently that I really liked, um, which is still ongoing, is uh, called Rat Girls. I think I might have renewed... Yeah, hey, I told you you were going to do it. Yeah, I, did, I hit the microphone, but it didn't fall off. It's good. Um, <laughs> it, I think I reviewed it. I can't remember if I did, but basically it was a... Um, it's a it's a fantasy uh, comic yeah. about a, like a, a girl group of like thieves and bandits. Right, and there's, oh, yeah, like, there's, there's like, a, like a mage and a warrior and an elf and something else like nice. that. Nice, but don't it, eat the food. Don't eat, yeah, don't shoot the food. Don't shoot the food. Yeah. Don't um, eat. You do it. You do it. You've got to eat it. Just don't shoot it. Uh, Lynn, uh, <laughs> don't shoot the food. Colin Briscoe. Um, it's a. Uh, it, it is basically Dungeons and Dragons, but with but with girls, and they're like they're like a gang. Cool. It's very very Joss Whedon, right? Very lovely, very lovely. Lovely. But it's it's like empowered females, like females go like great cast. Uh, really goes into their stories, funny as shit. Uh, great action. Do you know what it'd fit? It'd fit really well within the gap that Game of Thrones leaves. <clears throat> Yeah, and something that we've been missing for years is like something like Buffy. Yeah, uh, it would fill that perfectly. It would be a smash hit. This thing, and it's a currently going series. It was published for two runs, I want to say, right. two runs, and then it went to a web comic. Um, so it currently exists, but it, you can pick it all up. I thoroughly recommend picking up the first two like uh, runs of it. I think you can get it in a trade paper bag. That would be great, Rich. Yeah. I want to see. I want to see Rat Girls. That's... Uh, well, the, the ultimate for me is uh, a, a proper series on Netflix of uh, Judge Dredd. Yes. Well, we've uh, we've with Carl, Carl, Carl Urban, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, we I can think. all dream. We can dream, Alan. We've written and keep saying he'll do it. I'll do it. Someone will pay for it. If I win the lottery, I will fucking do it. I can't believe like the amount of shit I see on TV. It's like if one channel stopped making five shit shows and put all their money into making Judge Dredd, you'd make a fucking fantastic Judge Dredd. Yeah, it won't. It won't take a lot of money. You could have. You could have like half a season of Mrs. Brown's Boys. Or a yeah. new Judge Dredd film. Get rid of Mrs. Brown's Boys, Chicago Fire, Law and Order, all of them. <laughs> Look at your face. <laughs> I knew that was going to be controversial. Ooh. Okay, Chicago Fire, uh, Grey's Anatomy. Oh, yeah, fuck that. Right, Blacklist. It's all right, Blacklist, but come on, Judge Dredd, we're talking about yeah. it. Get rid of them, three. Yep. There you go, got Judge Dredd. We can get rid come of some on. Stuff, I think. 
get rid of loads more. It's like Room 101. I'll tell you we what. We should do it. Next, next, next show, we'll do a, we'll do a one, Room 101 special and we'll, we'll go through that. The things that we, <laughs> that we want to like, dispose of um, from, from the... Let, right, I'll tell you what. I'll just go through a few of the shows yeah. that have been on on the last three days. Do it. Sleepy Hollow, Hand of God, Colony, Training Day, but Training Day. What? There's a series of Training Day. Bin. Baskets, The Catch, The Blacklist, Redemption. What? Yeah, Supernatural, Powerless, Nashville, Prime Suspect, 1973. No thanks. I thought you'd be into that. Fuck that. I, I watched the trailer. It was like, there's been a murder. I thought, fuck me. I haven't heard that since, yeah. since like, what was it? Um... Uh, Wycliffe or something yeah, there's been a mother yeah uh, The Great Indoors Scandal Gap Year Chicago Med Riverdale Grey's Anatomy Life in Pieces Duck Dynasty uh, Underground X Company The Path Star Speeches The Magicians and the best one Lethal Weapon do you know why Lethal Weapon's good? why? the tagline what is it? one good cop one crazy good cop that's the tagline. My God. And that's why it's on ITV. There you go. Get rid of that shit. Shane Black spinning his Fucking grave. Fucking hell. Nothing to do with Shane Black. No, himself. nothing to do. No, I bet he coined a load of money in probably <laughs> for that series. <laughs> Just some selling it. Yeah. I mean, that's unbelievable. Well, he's, he's, he's helping him make another Predator film. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, which I'm looking forward to. I'm well, yeah. mate. I'm well The Predator. Yeah. Well, yeah. Can't wait. He, he is the, uh, he's the man. He's the man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah, I hope that answers that answers your question, Rich. Um, yeah, and we're doing the next week one hundred and one. We'll do, yeah, we'll, we'll, do, we'll uh, do. You know what? Next next week we'll have a game special. Not talking about video games, but we'll, we'll we'll play some games, and you can all join in at home. Nice. So yeah, yeah, yeah uh, excellent. Uh, we'll try not to review too much. Yeah, we'll probably end up arguing. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the point. <laughs> yeah, it's a healthy debate, sir. It is okay. Yeah. <laughs> Boxer size with scatter shot, Lynn. <laughs> <laughs> in the city sumo with Chess and Dave. <laughs> But that's a real one. <laughs> we must say that if, if, if you want a, if you want a good laugh, just follow uh, on Twitter Alan Partridge's dictaphone. It's a, it's a great laugh. Yeah. It's nothing to do with us, but it's it's a lot of fun <laughs> to do. Um, so okay, so that's room uh, room room, room, yeah. room scatter <laughs> scatter shot one hundred and fifteen. Uh, S to the C to the A to the T T E R S H O T one one five, Mr. Briscoe. Wow, that's impressive. That's Very I, impressive. I, I spit bars like any other fool. <laughs> so that is how I that is how I roll. Wow. Um, thank you for joining us. Uh, my name's Ben Alan Porter. I'm Colin Briscoe. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.